0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast thus far. I just wanted to draw your attention to a really cool website that uh, I've come across and uh, follow on Facebook and really cool stuff for your altar needs. Anything that you need to decorate your altar with, specifically uh, wood carvings of uh, gods and goddesses. Um, And I'm talking about Odin's Beard Woodworking. Okay. If you go to www.odensbeardwoodworking.com, check out all the really cool altar pieces that they have. Not only do they have larger altar pieces that you can keep on your altar at home, but uh, they also offer really convenient, cool pocket altars, things that you can take with you as and when you travel. All right. Uh, You can find them on Facebook, Odin's Beard Woodworking, uh, and go to www.odensbeardwoodworking.com. Uh, really great stuff. They're doing wonderful things, um, serving the uh, heathen community, providing really awesome work. I myself have a Thor uh, altar piece. It's a Thor pocket altar, um, and he sits on my altar at all times. But he also goes with me when and as I travel uh, great distances. So definitely check them out um, on Facebook, Odin's Beard Woodworking, and go to their website, www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com, and get you something to help accentuate your altar today. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Real quick, I just wanted to uh, call some attention to a great YouTube channel that I think you all should check out. Uh, he's a friend of mine, a fellow heathen. He's the godhi of the Hridgar folk out there in East Texas, United States, and his name is Eric Wordweaver Shervin, uh, and his YouTube channel is called The Raven's Call. Um, if you go to YouTube and just search The Raven's Call, and the YouTube search, you'll find his channel. He does weekly videos, usually uploads, I believe, on Wednesday, really early Wednesday morning, uh, Central Time. I think his videos typically go up like 4 a.m. Central Time. So they're up really early in the day, in the middle of the week. Great content. Um, really neat approach to, to heathenry. He's got a, a great, um, I think, a great view um, for not just you know heathens coming into this path new, um, but also folks that have kind of been treading this path for a while and maybe uh, learning things as they go. And and Eric's a great source to learn things from. I know I've learned a lot. So I definitely encourage everybody that's listening here on the podcast to take a moment and go check out Eric's channel. Again, that's The Raven's Call. Uh, he also does some neat uh, media reviews on that channel, um, uploaded on a different schedule. I think he calls that the uh, Raving Raven's Reviews. Uh, It's pretty fun stuff. He does like uh, reviews on video games, movies, uh, comics, uh, basically, I think video, uh, uh, any kind of media, really. Um, So that he just started that. But anyways, really great channel. Really awesome guy. Um, I've had uh, the pleasure of collaborating with him a bit. So please go ahead and check out Eric's channel. Appreciate your guys' support. Let's get back to the podcast. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Midgard Musings. My name is Jesse. Thanks for listening to my uh, podcast series. Thanks for uh, checking out all the uh, sponsored uh, stuff that I add to these episodes. Checking out uh, Odin's Beard Woodworkings, um, Eric Shervin over at the Raven's Call on YouTube. And I put these things out there for you guys to, to check out and hopefully help support. Uh, heathens um, and heathen community at large plus these uh, spe- specific individuals got some really great stuff to offer so appreciate you checking all that out appreciate you checking out what I do on my various uh, social media platforms you can find Midgard Musings on Facebook uh, facebook.com slash Midgard Musings TN and of course on YouTube youtube.com slash Midgard Musings I definitely encourage you to please follow and like the Midgard Musings Facebook page and become a subscriber on the YouTube channel I do regular stuff every day on the Facebook page as well as weekly live streams the live streams go um, on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time uh, so wherever you are listening in the world just adjusts so accordingly and then the episodes are edited and uploaded Sunday nights on YouTube Uh, So those are weekly uploads. I usually do uh, One a week uh, and sometimes randomly we will go live on the channel Uh, So definitely become a subscriber ding the bell so that way you're notified and all that fun stuff Um, And check out all of the other ways that you can support Midgard musings as well in any of the video descriptions you will see a list of um, Other links ways that you can support Midgard musings. You can donate via PayPal. You can uh, buy me a coffee Um, you can become a patron on Patreon. There's merchandise available through Teespring and Redbubble, all that good stuff. So now that we got all the house cleaning type stuff out of the way, (laughs) um, I want to get into today's subject, which is actually something that I think is very, very important. And it was something that came up recently um, in a conversation I had with somebody who um, I don't know personally, um, but I know them through my uh, social media and they actually sort of semi-local to where I live um, this person came to me and requested um, that I pray for uh, somebody who is very uh, important in their life their mother okay and they asked that I again they their mother <clears throat> is uh, sick um, and they're in a bit of a you know, rough space right now mentally um, and emotionally. Understandably so, this person. um that, that their mother is, is is facing, you know, this illness, and you know, so they asked for for prayers uh, for for any sort of um, you know support in in that aspect, and it really got me thinking um, about the importance of prayer um, within a heathen context, um, and how heathens pray and, and what that means for us. Um, so before I go into the subject, before we start talking about it, bear in mind, you know, what, what I do and how I practice my heathenry is specific to me and what I say reflects that. Okay. This is not a, an attempt, um, for me to Put myself out here as any sort of leading authority to anything. I I just, what I research, what I learn, how I practice, what I do, it works for me. Um, You need to do that yourself and find out what works for you. Um, But hopefully some of this stuff will be some added, you know, fuel for your hearth fires. So take that as you will. It's kind of a UPG warning um, that this is not necessarily the larger worldview of heathenry abroad okay this is just my thing um, so let's talk a bit about it let's talk about prayer and um, in, in, in a generalized um, definition uh, you can you could say that that prayer refers to um, specifically words that are involved in communicating with a deity um, and and what that action is can differ based on the religion or based on the faith of the person or persons, uh, whether it be an individual or a collective group. <clears throat> and it can also differ um, based on, you know, a lot of cultural influences. You will see or hear um, uh, prayers from different religions and, uh, You know, being done in a different way, using different methods, incorporating different objects, or other such, such things. So, within a heathen context, what I want to kind of touch on is that, largely and mostly, heathens are a little bit reluctant, or... I don't want to say they are necessarily reluctant but they just it, it's like it's one of those things that kind of finds its way in contemporary heathen groups nowadays um with you know derision and criticism and it's largely due to associations with popular specifically christian instances of prayer you know um it's, it's because it's like you know a lot of people are like well we don't we don't ask anything of our gods um we you know we talk with our gods we um we gift to our gods it's you know we're not asking for them to do something for us that we're not willing and able to do for ourselves first blah 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 and what i think we're losing in in the whole prayer approach is that we have several instances i'm going to point them out here throughout the, throughout the podcast that we have several instances in our sagas, um, and some of the historical texts that we have, um, of instances where prayer is something that was a part of a heathen practice. Okay. Now how the prayer was done or what it was said and what it was trying to, you know, sort of, uh, bring about the results of what the, the reason behind the prayer Maybe different than again that you know modern contemporary Christian view of where we're asking something from a higher power, um, but you know one of the one of the surviving examples, which we'll start talking about with, is um, an example used in um, the uh í uh, saga. It's um, it's a prayer that the newly awakened Valkyrie Sigfrida Sigdrifa, excuse me, uh, when she greets uh, Sigurd, um, <clears throat> so she's newly been newly awakened, and uh, what she says is, "Hail to the day, hail the sons of day, hail night and daughters of night, with blithe eyes look on both of us and grant to those sitting here victory." Hail a seer hail a hail, hail earth that givest to all, goodly spells and speech bespeak we from you. And healing hands in this life, you know. So we we see in this passage that there are both salutations and requests. You know, they're hailing to the day, hailing sons of day, hailing the night, daughters of night, and then the request of granting victory to those present. Okay, um, uh, addressing the gods and goddesses as a group, the aesir and the Asenir, which are the the male and female. Uh, respectively the gods and goddesses you know the request that uh, Sigrifa uh, gives uh, for favor and success in general uh, specifically or particularly for skill and success in uh, magic and communications um, so we see an example of that we see this invocation of the gods and the goddesses and, and to the spirits um, that, that they're wishing to involve and invoke And then the request. Um, It's not that it's an outlandish request either. It's not like, you know, bring me money, bring me fame, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's, you know, they're asking for victory. They're asking for uh, goodly spells and speech. Um, Things that are going to help benefit those around them. Uh, We also see examples uh, in the uh, skull Skulled. Skald Scarpamol, written by Snorri Sturluson in the prose era. Um we see this uh, kind of a prayer to Thor um, I want to try to pronounce the names of the Skalds uh, that are attested to re- uh, citing this particular prayer it's of Vertridli uh, Sumarduson uh, and Thorbjörn uh, Dieserskald and uh, it's mostly fragments of this particular prayer to Thor. Um, it's as an example. Uh, there's a part that goes, uh, you know, you smashed the limbs of Laken, you bashed uh, Drivaldi, you knocked down Starkardir, you throwed Gjulp dead underfoot. Um, you know, so it's it's a praise of the deeds of the deity. You're you're a calling to attention the power of, of the deity that you wish to communicate to. Um, and it's quite often, uh, or, it, you know, it's not infrequently rather used in, in, in a second person follow uh, format. Uh, so you would say these things and then request something. Um, so give the deity praise, give that power uh, by speaking its praise um, and then calling on that deity to, do something so you may see something like a, a modern example uh you know for, for instance something to thor may sound something like you know Redbeard, Firebeard, bringer of lightning uh, life-giving storm lord are you lover of feasting father of freedom fighter most doughty, donor defender uh, dearly we need you hear us hero hasten to help us give your gifts goats gallop to bring uh that you know so you're you're it's not like you're sitting here going um hey so and so um i want you to do this for me because i need it um you're you're first of all calling attention to this person or or deity rather you're to this figure you're hailing them um which is a great formula to use you you hail them uh by their best known name or descriptive epithet epithet uh you'll Identify them uh, as the child of someone, or the lover, or spouse of someone. Uh, where, where they're located, where they are, where they dwell, um, their deeds, their their great actions that they are known by, um, you know, that that are relevant to them, um, and and the thing with which they do something with, you know, you can, uh, for instance, you know, like you know, for, for Thor, you know, he's known for Mjolnir, so you would characterize that thing um and then call on them with with that type of format and uh put put in the request of what it is that you want, you know, for aid, for, for bounty, for, for luck, for victory. Um and, and and be sure to identify again what it is the, the issue that you're facing, what you are doing as I undertake this task, as I go forth to perform this whatever it is, you know it's a very interactive process it's not something that you're just speaking out into the void and hoping for the best you're actually proactive in the 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 formula or in the format okay um there's you know a lot of I say I want to say controversy or, or, but it's really not controversy because there's so much that we can find in historical texts if that's what you want to take from which I think is very valuable um, when it comes to prayer there's nothing wrong with coming to the deities that you honor and respect in your daily lives there's nothing wrong with coming to them with a problem hailing or invoking them to notice the situation and gift to them first in hopes of receiving some sort of um, good, positive outcome. We see this as an example um, t- documented by the um, the Arab uh, Ibn Fadlan uh, when he c- encountered the Rus. Um, there's examples of the the heathens that he encountered as being prostrate um, or bowing down or you know acting in a, in a form of benevolence or reverence to their god poles to their deities um, and then bringing offerings saying things you know I've come so long I've, I've uh, come a long way uh, with with all of these things um, and I come to you with these offerings and this is why I want you to send me you know uh, merchants who want to buy my items um i want success in my you know uh, merchant i want this that uh or the other so here i give to you i bring these to you and i ask for you know blessings there's nothing wrong with that we see it in in historical traditional sort of ways um again there's there's a kind of a, a modern approach i think for some reason that we are to stand to our, with our gods we, the gods walk beside us right. um and then let me just say that in my view yes i feel that i can talk t- to the gods especially certain ones of the gods the gods who are particularly you know associated with us as mankind humankind specifically thor and Freyr. for me are two of the gods who i feel like i can kind of just level with and to and talk to as um like they're uh equals to me even though i i definitely recognize and respect their uh in my view their position as a higher power and they deserve a, a, a an approach as such you know respect them as such but given that they are gods and they are you know part of the sacred not part of the profane um to, to to say that we, you know, shouldn't kneel or we shouldn't bow or we shouldn't ask them for things or whatever. It's kind of like, you know, look at um, how in ancient times, you know, how you would respect or uh, give respect to a king or a ruler, a chieftain, uh, somebody of nobility. Um, is it uncommon? Is it un in, inappropriate to kneel before said figure or to you know submit yourself in a physical act um by lowering yourself before them no of course not it's very appropriate and it's very common to have done something like that so why should we as mortals as people of the profane uh realms why should we not behave such in a respectful manner when approaching our gods our higher powers um We see examples nowadays that, um, when, when it comes to invoking the gods and ritual, we, we stand, um, and, and we, we, uh, want to like kind of, I want to say equal ourselves, but we we're not submitting ourselves to the gods. We're not, um, putting ourselves before them in a, in a matter of respect. And I think like, again, we're not, we're not sitting here, um, acting like we're, um, weak in front of our gods we stand or we come before them in strength and in, you know resolve but we give to them their due respect um we we, we see uh examples of people bowing or kneeling um in the lore or, or not necessarily in the lore but in the sagas um there's like for instance uh in the saga of uh st olaf which is of course a uh, a saga that came through after the christianization so there's uh, again obvious christian undertones um but there's uh examples in in, in which men uh, which is to fall in earth or fall to earth before the likeness of thor um you know there's um Examples that uh, we we see that uh, again uh, in in Ibn Fadlan's and uh, the Land of Darkness, uh, where the the Arab uh, Ibn Fadlan uh, observed the Rus traders prostrating themselves, laying down, facing down to the god poles that they had set up by the riverside. Um, so again, there's. and and this is coming again from from an uh uh, an author a person who wasn't even a part of the culture they were just there as an ambassador to witness and to see so this is how those people honored their gods um and venerated them so getting back to the whole subject of prayer you know um, we're not we're not just going out here and asking the gods for something we're and and, then hoping for the best we're actually showing the gods that hey this is what i'm setting out to do this is what i am going to do for it i'm i'm coming to you now in respect and with a gift to ask for your blessing to ask for you to notice what i do and to be a part of it and to be uh and to bless it in 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 whatever way you see fit so when this person uh, that i mentioned earlier came to me and asked me to you know say a prayer um and and they specifically asked for it to be something that I post um, on my social media, so that way they could share it. Um, in respect to this person and to their privacy and whatnot, I you know tried to explain to them said you know I'm not really comfortable with making this a public thing. I don't want this to be something that people see, but I will definitely you know do something. I will definitely perform something of an act um, in respect of your wishes. Um, but then. And this isn't this because I told this person, I said, you know, let me think on this. Let me um, dwell on this a bit. And um, I said, you know, if they're listening or when they listen to this, because I definitely want them to hear this. Um, this would be something that you do specifically yourself as well. You have, you have, a, you have a situation where your emotions are being tested. Your, your spiritual strength is being tested um, because somebody that you love dearly is suffering through an illness um, there's, you know, what you put out into the, into the sacred, what you put out, um, into the realms that we cannot control things, um, is again, it's a lot of it is, is left up to the, the person themselves, how they deal with their own illness, how they pursue medical treatment, if any, um, all that stuff has an impact on the outcome. Of whether or not their illness is healed Um, but again you from speaking from metaphysical aspect and from the spiritual side of things um, you know if you want to engage the gods and your ancestors for that matter because we can pray we can speak to our ancestors um, and they are actually the ones who have a more vested interest in our day-to-day lives the things of our family for instance the gods um, may have to work a bit harder and and do things in a very specific manner to garner their attention for these types of things but do not neglect your ancestors and the spirits of those who have gone before you who are tied to your family because obviously they want to see good things for you they know that um, things will be tough they themselves have had experienced tough times and tough moments and they made it through um so they are the ones that you want to invoke or speak to on, on matters like this specifically so do not neglect your ancestors and that's not something that i think anybody else can do for you you know when you go to somebody and you ask for their prayers um the thoughts and and the, and the good energies and, and the positiveness that that is put out um, Again, coming from a from a heathen world, you're from from an arch heathen perspective of uh, how things kind of work. Um, I don't know if that was something that they, they ever had a concept of in terms of hey, if something was going on in the family, did they go out into their community and say hey, guys, would you guys please send a send your positive energy? Would you sacrifice to the gods for me this or that? Um, I think that was something that they did themselves because it was a it's personal and and the the energy that they put into their own web is going to be something that later on their descendants can can pull from that that web is tied over time you know so don't neglect performing these acts these prayers these these uh these acts of respect to our higher powers uh don't neglect doing them yourself because again, it will have a higher and better impact on what it is you're trying to accomplish when you do it yourself. Okay. Um, so, in 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 summary, you know, everyone, uh, I know this is a little bit of a longer episode, but it's something I think that's important that needs to be talked about. In summary, prayer is definitely something that I don't think should be neglected in our heathen practices. How you perform them, how you interact with the gods there's there's definite ways that we see examples of what works okay um, especially from a wider indo-european view or, or context you have certain parts of prayer uh, you have the invocation which you're going to kind of formally approach the deity, um, and get their attention you use their names their surnames their identifying descriptive phrases um, to for who it is addressed you know or to whom it is concerned the next part is you have the um, sort of the, the parse epica uh, or if you will um, it, it's the argument or basis of explanation as to why this is being done why you're invoking them why are you calling attention to them why are they here um, and then you have the, the final or third part which is the actual prayer itself you know so tell you know hail to so-and-so you know son of this um, bringer of that doer of whatever um, I call to you now for this reason um, bring me whatever Um, As I seek to do thus, you know, so there's format, there's, there's things that we can see that work um, from our, from, from pre-Christian times. Um, So using that format, it's, it's, it's totally fine. Don't think that just because you're a heathen that you can't pray to our gods, that you can't um, invoke them in verbal expressions um don't expect to just get everything that you want because you prayed for it or because you spoke to the gods don't necessarily think that just because you said it that it will be done but understand that it's totally fine and acceptable to do so and do the thing yourself work on things yourself but don't be afraid to get the gods involved and to speak with them and to do so in a respectful manner you know it would be like you know you wouldn't you know, go to your boss and say, hey, I need more money. Give me a raise. Um, You would go to that person in a a way of respect, express your concerns, express the reasons why um, you think you deserve it or need it and ask in a respectful way. So maybe look at it that way in a sense. All right. So I hope today's episode has been helpful. Sorry again for kind of going off on a tangent and not really a tangent, but it's not really something that I think is um does any justice if you just kind of do a surface scratching of it and i think even within the last uh 30 minutes or so it hasn't even it's what this is just the surface scratching we could go on and on and on about this and then we may come back to it again we may talk a bit more about it um so definitely make sure that um whatever platform you're listening to be sure to um if if you can uh you know favorite these episodes save them in any way that you can um have your notifications turned on if that's capable. If that's able, support this podcast as well. Even if you, uh, uh, you know, share them around. If it, if not in a monetary way of support, then definitely share them around. Let people know that I'm here, talking about this stuff on a semi regular basis. Have them all check out the Facebook and YouTube links. You know, um, Midgard Musings on Facebook, Midgard Musings on YouTube. If you guys have any questions, you want to ask me anything, you can reach me there. Uh, and you can also, if you're not on social media much and you just want to shoot me a, a, an email, uh, the email address is midgardmusingstn at gmail.com. I do my best to reply in as quickly a manner as possible. So It may take me a day or so depending on how busy I am or what I've got going on, but I definitely try to um, you know, be prompt in my replies. Okay. So thank you all again. For listening to today's episode. I appreciate your support. Until next time, may your ancestors smile on you, and may the gods continue to walk with you. Hail.